Today on Country Squire Radio, we're talking Kirsten Pipes. <laughs> Plus, we got a pipe question of the week about how to revive tobaccos and some quick fire questions and listener feedback. All this happening right now on Country Squire Radio. This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and the Tin Society. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good morning, man. man. Good, good afternoon. It's, what? it's it's not even, it's either. It's We're right up straight it's up at noon. noon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's noon in uh, in, in central uh, the central time zone. So, I know, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, what, what's, what's happening with you? Oh, not much. You know, but we should probably actually address this here at the top yeah, of the sure, show. Of course, sure. uh, you know, we've, we, uh, we've been this uh, last week, we we did the uh, the broadcasting at noon. This week, we've kind of continued this on. And, um, you know, it's kind of the noon time has been kind of a really good, uh, in kind of our the new normal so to speak with our schedules right, and everything right. uh, has been kind of the the ideal time for us to be able to lock in and, and you know record the show and so uh, we 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 tried to, to do it kind of around this lunch lunch hour we know that you know not everybody lives in the central time zone so right. that's not everybody's lunch hour right but the hope is maybe you know for those that are uh, get off a little bit early for lunch or get a little bit late for lunch there might be some crossover and ultimately of course uh, you know once it's out there it's up on the YouTube for those that prefer to, yeah. to, to watch on YouTube well that, that is the thing you know obviously we it's it's not going to be perfect. Oh no, yeah, there's <laughs> the, no Goldilocks. The, the, the timing for everyone, yeah, but yeah. Um, you know, just kind of with uh, where lots of things are right now, all the moving parts that are in both of our worlds, we're uh, trying to find a good uh, balance between accessibility, but also um, responsibility. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> that's, that's a really good yeah. way to say it. Actually. Yeah. So yeah. Um, anyway, you know, we know um, th- there's been a lot of folks that. Uh, you know, have said that the you know eight thirty central time block is too late, or you know we tend to go a little late. Uh, then uh, there's other folks that really enjoy that time because it's after work and they get to unwind, maybe with their family or something. And so um, the good thing is, you know, if you if you are available at twelve, you know, o'clock. Uh, central, you know, then you can still uh, chime in on the on the live show That's and right. that kind of thing. But we're you know we're hoping that uh, you know the the availability of the YouTube uh, version of it will help people uh, get a good experience after after that. Yeah, so, it's yeah. it's it's a tough ask. We realize that it's I mean, tough. a lot of people yeah. when you do a live show, you know, we've seen so many of you have incorporated incorporated the live show as part of your ritual, as part of your weekly ritual, and that sort of thing. Invited us into your homes and that sort of thing. We 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 see that it's terrifying, yeah. very much, <laughs> but we very much appreciate. And and it's one of those things that we we don't make these moves lightly. Um, it's just in order for the longevity of the show, it kind of had to happen. So this is the new time slot. That being said, there's actually new information about the live show. The way it exists at the moment is yeah. not the way it will always exist. That's correct. And so there'll be more about that in the next couple of episodes. No, that's right. We're excited about this. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, if if you are watching live and you see uh, these beautiful burlap sacks on the back wall and uh, I I don't know, the, uh, you know, the the foam uh, sound (laughs) material. Controlled uh, environment. Which which makes the audio sound great. I'm telling you. Uh, You know, but, uh, you know, (laughs) just keep in mind that this uh, this, this is not permanent. This is temporary. Yeah. This is temporary. But for this show, this is, you know, if you want to, you want to record down at Pottery, call me up. But uh, but, that's right. (laughs) Anyway, more on that. (laughs) 
in the coming weeks, man. A lot going on. Uh, you know, actually, yeah. there's uh, for, we've got some upcoming shows in the coming weeks that um, you know we're, we, we need listener help with. In fact, for those of you tuning in at home, uh, if you've never actually heard one of our pipe culture episodes, this is a series that These we are do. Fun. Yeah, it's we, a lot of fun. Yeah, we investigate the, the culture that surrounds the pipe, the community that surrounds the pipe, and it's actually kind of a good chance for us to turn the mics over to you, uh, metaphorically, and kind of allow you guys to dictate the content. Now, uh, we've uh, you know done a lot of different, um, let, let's say, non-scientific research into the, the world <laughs> of the pipe culture, uh, and, and we've talked about some various aspects of where it overlaps with pop culture, and we've talked about a lot of uh, things like, for example, the, the origin story, kind of a shared origin story that a lot of folks kind of can latch onto in, in their pipe journey and the pipe experience. Yeah. And man, I guess it was, uh, it might've been over a year ago at this point, uh, it was suggested this concept of archetypes and kind of the various type of pipe smoking archetypes that you see in media, be it books, movies, television, whatever it may be, or just in general and in life. When you think of a pipe smoker, what image comes to mind? What is that archetype? And uh, and so we, we put it out there. We actually had uh, the listeners kind of help gather what these archetypes are. And we've we've discussed a lot, man. We talked the you know the farmer, the aristocrat. We talked the sailor, the soldier. We talked you know a, a bunch of different ones, but there was one archetype that I I intentionally we kind o- of avoided on purpose. I I, I omitted it because yeah. you know we talked about like the professor and the philosopher, and I kind of felt like this type of archetype fit into that. Uh, however, the the feedback that we got from the audience was very much like, no, it doesn't. And shut up, Bo. And yes, you are doing this archetype, and that of course is the archetype of the wizard. <laughs> and so all the all the folks that are like you know not Tolkien fans are like really, but but it's not ma- just Tolkien. But the majority of uh, the, the the majority of pipe smokers are like, well, it's about time. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's 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 really what it comes down to. But but anyway, so all that to say, uh, we will be kind of uh, the next next week we will be kind of closing out the the archetype series with the pipe smoking wizard archetype. Uh, so send us in your thoughts. When you think of kind of a pipe smoking wizard, what what imagery comes to mind? How does kind of wizardry and pipe smoking, where does that overlap? How does that, um, you know, kind of formulate in in your head? Feel free to use examples from, you know, childhood in terms of, you know, things that you've read or even just in your adult life, Um, you know, whatever it may be. Share those thoughts. We will read uh, several of them uh, next week on the uh, on the podcast, and, and looking forward to doing just that. So, uh, so yes, next week we've got the pipe culture uh, episode on the wizard. Looking for feedback on that. The following week, yeah, this is this is cool. We will be doing a special, a Halloween special, uh, as we have want to do since I want to say the beginning of Country Squire Radio. We typically have a Halloween special called "To the Depths," which was ironically. Uh, not ironically, it just it just so happened to be named on a pipe smoking character that we focused that episode on, which was Davy Jones from the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean uh, movie franchise. There's of course this iconic uh, uh, scene where he's first introduced and he's smoking this big pipe. Now it's the only ever time that you see him smoking a pipe in the entire series, and he only does so for like a few puffs, and then he like you know kicks out all his tobacco. I guess because they're about to go underwater. But uh, but anyway. He in in he gives kind of this whole speech about like trading uh, service on a ship for you know postponing the judgment, and then one guy says he's going to take his chances and says to the depths, and so they stab him and they throw him overboard, <laughs> and he's smoking his pipe. So we wanted like a villain to kind of base this this idea of a that Halloween special yeah. around, and so uh, be fun. This year, to the depths is coming up, but we're talking treacherous 
tobaccos. That's right. We've talked about treacherous, treacherous pipes in the past. We've talked about treacherous tobaccos in the past. And so we're putting it out to you. If you've got some recommendations for some treacherous, treacherous tobaccos, some hauntingly uh, monstrous tobaccos, uh, <laughs> whatever what that are. might mean to you. Exactly. Right? Yeah. We're, we're kind of leaving the definition open. We have our own thoughts, but you know. Yeah. We want, we want to hear what you guys say. So we've got some recommendations. We want to share y'all's recommendations again. Treacherous tobaccos, so to speak. Uh, let us know what you think. Man, beyond that, of course, we got the Jackson Pipe Night that's coming up. Yeah. Details. November 1st. Uh, it's from 7 to 9 p.m. We'll have live live music, uh, food, um, you know, lots of goings on, raffle tickets. Uh, our friends, again, from Deep South Pops are coming. They're going to have their gourmet popsicles, which yeah. is always great. Uh, pops and pipes, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but uh, yeah, long smoke or slow smoke or whatever your preference smoke uh, competition <laughs> will be that night at the Country Squire. We've got folks coming in from Texas, Arkansas, Louisiana, um, all, all over. Hopefully uh, a couple guys thinking about it from Alabama. So um, anyway, we're really fired up about that. But please come November 1st, uh, which is a Thursday night uh, from 7 to 9 p.m. Uh, there at the Country Squire. Uh, tickets are $20. You can get those on the Country Squire website, which is the countrysquireonline.com, and click on accessories, and it's buried somewhere in the accessory. <laughs> I think it's like Pipe Night 2018 or something like that. Uh, but you can get them there. The The folks for the Slow Smoke competition, you actually get to pick your seat based on the order you bought your ticket. Right. And so you get you, there's much of an advantage based on, you know, if you buy your ticket at, at a certain certain time. And so... Um, it, and ticket holders will get uh, one beer. It comes with one beer, uh, one pop, one raffle ticket. And um, that night, we're having a, a Savinelli trunk show. All the Savinelli's will be 15% off. But if you have a ticket for the Slow Smoke competition, you get an extra 5% off. And so that's oh, nice. 20% for for ticket uh, ticket holders. So um, anyway, come on down, even if you don't smoke a pipe and just want to hang out. Uh, but we encourage you to, to learn more about it that night and maybe pick up a, a fun new hobby that obviously we uh, we love. It's I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I got my ticket and uh, I'm yep. ready. Yeah. Uh, actually, I was I was practicing over the weekend, trying to get back into the uh, the mindset of okay, I got to compete now. I got to yeah. represent. Uh, clearly, I, I may have been talking a big game over the last couple of weeks. Um, I, I may. Uh, I don't want to share what my my times were um, when I tested this weekend, so I'm going to keep working on no, it. No, that's good. Uh, I'm I'm using yeah. by the way for for me practicing. I've been using Fox's Bankers. Um, good tobacco. Excellent wow. tobacco. Good, good tobacco. That's a little out of your wheelhouse. Dude. Okay, so I picked up this yeah. tobacco back when I was in London. It's been in uh, you know, in storage, uh, in cold storage <laughs> right. for the longest time. Right. And so when I was going through and trying to figure out, okay, what am I going to uh, test on this? I was like, man, you know, this is, I'd actually package this up uh, in a squashed mason jar that I think you gave me. Oh, yeah. And what I did was I took the um, took the package, like the entire dumpling style, uh, <laughs> you know, covering. Dump, right. And like took it straight out of the, the just tin. smushed it down. Smushed in that, it down in, in the that thing, jar. Yeah. And like had it airtight. Man, I had that bad boy so tight that when I popped it open, it... Oh, that's great. Wow. It kind of is self-sealed. Yeah. Man, it nice. was perfect. And I mean, delicious tobacco, but yeah. my times need to, they're lacking. They're lacking. <laughs> need to come up a little bit. No, Man, we got, we got, we got a little bit more we got to talk about here uh, in terms of what's going on. I mean, this is, this is the pipe smoking season, man. So of course there's, there's a lot going a lot on. A lot of content. Absolutely. We got Thanksgiving, the Cobb competition. Um, you know, we've mentioned the details on previous episodes. We did have one listener write in asking the question about how far can you go in the custom Cobb competition? Uh, now for those that don't know, 
Uh, this is the second annual Country Squire Radio Custom Cob Competition. Sponsored by Missouri Meerschaum. Absolutely. You want to go get yourself a Missouri Meerschaum pipe and customize it based on Thanksgiving, whatever you know that, that means to you. Get crazy with it. Thanksgiving is the theme. It's exactly. Send those into the Country Squire uh, by the uh, stated date on our Facebook and Twitter page uh, in order to compete. Those are getting raffled off. The proceeds go to uh, uh, the Ronald McDonald House. That's correct. So uh, we, we'd love for you to, to be involved there. Uh, but the question was asked, how far can you go in the customization? Is it possible, for example, to take off the stem or take off the shank? Yeah. Uh, and so here's kind of what we, we decided. You can get as crazy as you want to. In fact, last year, the winner uh, put them over the edge as the stem work or, or rather the uh, well, stem and shank work yeah, that they, they did yeah. to, uh, to yeah. that particular one. But if you want to take that out and get creative with it, the main thing is you still have to maintain that Missouri Meerschaum bowl as a base. Now, I'm not saying you can't yeah. carve into it or do crazy things to it. By all means, Add do to that. it, all that kind of stuff. But it has to have that Missouri Meerschaum bowl as a base. And, of course, it has to be smokable. So as long as that's the case. Right. Smokable, Missouri Meerschaum base. Have at it. Yes, sir. Yep. Uh, and then finally, man, is in terms of housekeeping, I got to give a shout out to Maple City Pipecast, who recently had me on uh, the uh, the episodes coming out this December. Uh, Maple City Pipecast, if you never checked out the show, you absolutely should. Uh, they also did a great review of uh, the Red Flag pod- podcast that we mentioned last week. So uh, big, big shout out to them. Again, that's Maple City Pipecast. And uh, yeah, look for that episode coming out December. Man, all right, we have got <laughs> joining us. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, there's a lot going on right now. I know it. Joining us uh, in the in the International Country Squire Radio Pipe Club. Man, we've got a new Squire member. Are you ready for this? Yes. Patrick McDoe. McDonough. McD- huh? I think so. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It looks like Doe. It's but, not McDoe. But if the, <laughs> I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. It's like if the N wasn't there, that'd be Doe. Like he would be made of dough. Yeah, 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 that's right. But there isn't in there, and I'm sure, I'm sure Patrick and and all the all the McDonald's, the McDonald's that that you know came before him would be happy, uh, you know, to for us to include that in, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, Patrick. Patrick, yeah, thanks so much, man. Joining the Country Squire Pipe Club uh, at the Squire level, and of course you can do that at uh, Patreon.com/slash Country Squire Radio. Um, you know, it helps us support the show and 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 make all this happen. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, man. Top of the show. Done. <laughs> Finally, like thirty Golly. minutes in. Let's the talk about the a dog on pipe. Yeah, dude. All right, so <laughs> we've got a great show for y'all planned today. Today we're talking about Kirsten pipes. Yeah, uh, Kirsten, now, Kirsten. I, I don't know how you say it, but uh, you know. Now this is this whatever is whatever your preference is. It's a pipe company, and I, when you mentioned uh, we're talking Kirsten pipes, I was like, yeah. I did not realize Kirsten Dunst owned a pipe company. Yeah, you know, it, she she really is a terrific pipe maker. Uh, just all the hand handmade products. So that she so actress, if we're being makes. honest, but the pipes, but really. the pipes are really yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah, and so uh, you know, just <laughs> want to give a shout out to her, um, man. Yeah, so all all seriousness, uh, Kirsten pipes today. Um, you know, we've had several. Uh, folks, uh, particularly our, our dear friend Pappy Joe, um, over the years, you know, talk about you need to feature some metal pipes. You, you need to you need to talk about some metal pipes. They're iconic. They're a part of the uh, pipe culture and yes. smoking history and all that kind of stuff. And so, um, you know, we've been doing this for. Four years, five years, uh, know, somewhere since 2013. There. Since 2013, since 2013 we've been doing this. So, you know, we have never featured a metal pipe manufacturer, and so we are doing that today. And I'm really excited about it. And hopefully, that'll, uh, you know, be kind of a part of our thing going forward. We'll have a little mini series based on that, which uh, which we're excited to do. So, um, ah, so, so metal pipes. <laughs> of course, yeah. Uh, metal pipes. Uh, Kirsten pipes uh, were founded by Dr. Frederick. 
Erich Kirsten. Uh, this is a German immigrant who immigrated to the United States uh, right after the turn of the century. Whoa, 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 whoa. In whoa. 1902. So we were just joking about Kirsten Dunst. It, that, that's right. right. It, it, it was a joke. I, I am but slightly less interested. Unless, unless her name uh, used to <laughs> be Frederick, and and she immigrated from Germany in 1902, mm-hmm. which then the, maybe the pipe has some tra- time travel uh, characteristics. That would that would be amazing. Um, so a German immigrant, uh, is Seattle, uh, you know, came from uh, Hamburg, Germany, and so uh, you know, just starting kind of a new life in America. Very. Uh, uh, well educated, he uh, went to the university at the University of Washington there in Seattle, and um, eventually became a professor of aeronautical engineering. And so you huh. got to think, okay, this is you know th- 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 we're talking you know early 1900s, right? And so what is aeronautical engineering? Well, they they were basically at that point inventing the air you know flight. They, they were inventing flight mm-hmm. right at, at this at this time, and so you got to think, wow, how. Um, how brilliant must this person have been, but also a risk taker and, um, you know, someone that's uh, open to trying very new concepts yeah, and things. And, and so, um, you know, just, uh, you know, trying try to figure out what is the best solution for things that have never been tackled before, you hmm. know, like, uh, you know, just modern modern air flight. And so, um, anyway, a very accomplished educator. Uh, he actually developed the first wind tunnel used by Boeing aircraft. And so, uh, you know, you got to think in a wind tunnel, you know, this is where they put their, uh, you know, fuselage and wings and, you know, propellers and all kinds of stuff in to test how the, uh, I'm butchering this, I'm sure, um, but, you know, how the, how the wind and air uh, interacts with Right. Um, with, with, you know, the materials and, and, and that kind of thing, the aerodynamics of it and all that. And, and so that's what Russ Hicks, that, like that's his whole world. Yeah, right? yeah no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Air, airplane designer and, um, you know, all that kind of stuff, engineer. So um, so anyway, big background in that. Uh, the first revolutionary wind tunnel divine, designed by uh, or made for Boeing. Uh, he also developed some industrial equipment and consumer products and some other military stuff. But in the late 1930s, uh, Dr. Kirsten was advised by his doctor, his uh, physician, to put down the cigarettes. And so even as far back as that, you know, the doc was like, look, we, you know, we, we really need you to put these down. We'd like you to, like you to make it a few years longer. Right. And so, of course, the doctor, as any uh, good doctor uh, would, uh, prescribed a pipe. He prescribed a pipe for a variety of reasons, and and uh, a that doctor was, after our own heart. I know, right? I wish these guys still existed today, and and if you do, we'd love to hear from you. That's what they do. Um, yeah, so he, uh, you know, recommended the pipe to Doctor Kirsten, um, and so he, when Kirsten started this this pipe, you know, it, it kind of started on the journey. He, I think, he got frustrated with a lot of the things modern new pipe smokers get frustrated with. And right. So we think about things like tongue bite, uh, keeping it lit, the different mechanics of a pipe tamping and and uh, you know the draw of the bowl and all this kind of stuff like how to clean it and just i think he was kind of you know frustrated by some of those things and so which you know any pipe smoker that started at a young age and without much help can can relate to and so you got to think okay this is the guy that was on the front end uh, in in the United States academia of developing our modern aircraft systems and you know this, this is a guy that's going to think outside the box right to 
um, I hate that phrase, but you know, he's going to, he's going to think creatively to tackle problems that have never been tackled in certain ways. Right. And so he came out with a very scientifically inspired pipe to kind of meet some of the needs that he needed out of, out of pipe smoking. And, and yeah. so the Kirsten pipe was born. Um, and so I'm going to unbox this here. This is how Kirsten comes. If you're watching live, well, look at this. Uh, shiny, this is an unboxing video, shiny black box. Yeah. yeah. It's real pretty. I get the sense that you've opened this already. I have, yeah. I've yeah. also smoked it. <laughs> and uh, you, you I, smoked I, it. You put it back in the. Box. I did. I did. Um, no, no, no just, just ruined right just there. for today. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, um, yeah. So you, your your pipe comes with it, a little pouch. We'll open that in a second. And then also uh, coming with it is this little envelope, and it's got two uh, O ring uh, washers in there, which I'll explain uh, what those are for. So okay. little. Uh, little rubber washers which can kind of help uh with some of the seals and valves on the uh, on the pipe which we'll uh we'll explain later as i drop and probably lose uh half of those um so your kirsten pipe looks like this i like the pouch oh snap look Isn't at that, that cool bad boy yeah. right there yeah so so kirsten pipes that they're not quite as popular as they used to be although we we um, certainly, I, I'm very impressed with how it smokes and thinks it's the, you know think it's a very interesting pipe and would love to see uh, kind of resurgence in in these pipes. But um, so they're made of five different basic components. Okay, you've got your mouthpiece here. Um, you've got the uh, radiator body, which is this big aluminum tube right here. Uh, you have a valve, which is at the very end, this little thing that twists um, right below the bowl. Right. You have the bowl. Uh, itself, which actually comes off, um, wow, and that. so it really cool. It, yeah. it, it is uh, you know fitted to a bottom metal you know kind of attachment that goes onto this metal carriage, kind of a spindle thing. You just uh, twist it, so the bowl is uh, removable and exchangeable. And then finally, it's got what we call a uh, a ramrod, and the ramrod looks like this dang son and it's kind of a little spear thing yeah that sticks up in the middle of this radiator body here and so uh really really interesting the radiator body itself um kind of acts as a cooling chamber so you know yeah. we've talked about calabash pipes before uh on the air where calabash pipes you know they you, you have the bowl but they kind of sit inside of a um you know a, another larger bowl essentially of you know the calabash or the, the gourd or you know maple or whatever it might be Briarworks makes beautiful calabashes out of briar and so as the tobacco smokes through the bowl uh, the smoke goes into this larger chamber or different chamber and then uh, is cooled down further before it gets to your mouth and of course so we see that in calabash pipes we also see that more modernly in reverse calabash pipes uh, we have a beautiful beautiful one at the shop for sale that uh, is a Grant Batson original mm. uh, it, it's got a uh, you know the bowl but then it enters another uh, large chamber in order to cool before it gets to your tongue and so kind of interesting this is a very similar concept to that this whole kind of hollow uh, aluminum tube uh, is just allowing for the smoke to swirl uh, more you know continuously uh, before it gets to your um, your mouth so that area is collecting you know moisture and then any kind of cruddy uh, tars or you know debris that kind of fall through the bowl uh, and so it's collecting all that before it gets to your your tongue which is which is kind of interesting yeah that's crazy i mean this i mean like it looks like it's made by an engineer yeah no it, do, it does right it does and and also think about it this is a you know 1930 era's design and so right. it kind of looks art deco doesn't it like it kind of looks it uh, really almost, does kind of steampunk like you know i mean there's a there's a thing about it uh i think you know i don't it's it's like it's trendy but it's not currently trending 
You know what I mean? Right. Like, it, like, it, was, it was trendy for its time. But like, well, no, but you could almost <laughs> see this coming back. Yeah. No, I think so. Well, look at all the mid-century modern inspired stuff that we see today. Exactly. This, um, this kind of goes along with that, except maybe from a, a little earlier era, I think. So what happens is as the air goes into the, into the chamber, this kind of aluminum rod... Uh, aluminum uh, tube, the radiator tube, it swirls around, the the smoke swirls around this ramrod thing that's a a huge pin that kind of goes up in the middle of the tube. And so as the smoke swirls around this thing, uh, it's condensing on it, it's cooling it. This is actually not a hollow tube. It's, uh, you know, this is where uh, you'll find the smoke just kind of cooling around it. And then so it does have that calabash effect, um, you know, which which helps with the the, the temperature of the smoke. So um, to hold this in there securely it's got these little uh kind of rubber gaskets and so uh kirsten pipes always come with extra uh you know rubber uh little little bands uh to put on the end there so your all your pieces fit real snugly and securely and of course you they sell uh extra ones too if you ever need extra ones so my favorite absolute favorite part about this pipe and this is something uh, that to me is just revolutionary um and and i think is incredibly i feel like every seasoned pipe smoker should experience it for this one reason and that is the valve at the very front of the pipe okay so think about okay i've got a pipe some pipes smoke uh, real open they have a real open draw sure some pipes smoke real tight they have a very small uh, you know, borehole and, and uh, you know, stem draw and all that stuff. Uh, I'm forgetting my words this morning. Um, <laughs> but but the Kirsten pipe, you get to select the kind of draw that you want from the pipe. And so imagine having, a, you know, if you've got a tobacco that burns better in a pipe that is real open or tobacco that maybe burns better or lasts longer if it's a tighter draw. Hmm. Well, with the Kirsten, you don't you get to pick like what what do you want and it's got this valve at the very end that's got a little a little hole in it oh and so as you turn the valve you actually change the draw of the pipe it's incredible and and it's such a great concept you know and you can kind of you can kind of dial it in it's great wait all right so hang on all right so cuz when you talk about it i i i thought the Hunnison thought the valve was actually more connected to the, um, what do you call it? The, the ramrod. Yeah, thing. the ramrod. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's just a little tube that kind of sticks in the front of that radiator system. Um, and, and as you turn it, it's going to let, it's either going to open up the draw or, or narrow it down and close it. You can actually shut the draw off completely. I was about to say, um, it, it would seem very easy to do that. Yeah, a- a- absolutely. And so, but what, what's nice, you can, before you light your pipe, you can kind of dial it in. You can kind of, um, you know, uh, maybe pull on it a little bit, to, you know, tug on it, suck on it, and and get that airflow just where you want it, right before you light your pipe. It's it's great. It's just a really cool concept, uh, and I think it really helps with kind of the cadence of your smoking and all that. Uh, whereas we know some uh, tobacco smoke slower and faster and all that kind of stuff, and some need a little more oxygen. So um, just really interesting. It, yeah, it's such a cool concept. I love that. And the valve dial, it does have kind of a marking, like a flap. Sp- like space to let you know where the actual hole is yeah well and you you can feel you can feel exactly. it because you're sucking on it oh, like well, yeah, as, yeah, as you're sucking on the pipe even before you get it lit you just kind of continue to suck until you get the resistance where you where you, you exactly, exactly where you want, want it. it yeah but and, even um, with like, the I, thumb I too. think it's great yeah but you're yeah. right it's got a little notch on the top of the uh the valve and so you can kind of uh figure out where you know where the where the center is oh, so. man look at the germans getting all creative pretty back cool in the day. i know right yeah yeah, yeah pretty 
pretty great. Um, so the bowls on, on these pipes, much like a Falcon uh, pipe, are interchangeable. I've got a briar bowl on this pipe. You can go uh, to Kirsten Pipe's website and actually you know, buy different kinds of bowls. They have Meerschaum bowls. They have rusticated bowls, uh, large, small, uh, you know, different various styles. I don't think they have a Morta bowl, uh, but that's, uh, you know, just a couple of different options for you. Estate Kirsten's can be uh, found, but you need to beware uh, of them. You know, if you're finding a used Kirsten pipe, Kirsten's are kind of expensive. We'll go on the pricing in a second. But, you know, so there a lot of people are going to be tempted to go buy a used Kirsten pipe. The problem is... If it's owned by someone that hasn't regularly smoked it and it's been sitting up for a long time, Mm. a lot of times those are the kind of folks that don't clean their pipes. (laughs) And and so, you know, taking all these different pieces apart, you know, this pipe, if if you're not if you're gonna smoke it but not clean it, it's pretty tough. You know, like you're gonna take all these pieces apart, but you know, a lot of the tobacco juice and fluid and moisture and sediment and all this other stuff can kind of crust up in all these different little places. When you think of a briar Mm -hmm. pipe, you have the stem and you have the shank. And that's all that connects is just the stem and the shank. Well on a Kirsten you've got a lot of moving parts here a lot of little little widgets that have to connect together for the system to work you know if if this pipe hasn't been cleaned in 30 years but it was heavily smoked 30 years ago well there's a good chance that some of these pieces maybe the valve or or even the stem might be kind of frozen in place because all the gunk that's stuck in there sure you know what i mean well i mean like when you've got so many components what what is the cleaning process like yeah so this is what's interesting and i (laughs) i thought this was fascinating do you do you remember a few weeks ago, we had this really odd question come in. It was a, um, a, a listener question, and it was about uh, environmentally sound ways to clean your pipe. Yeah, we actually had a listener, another listener, uh, with a recommendation later on in the show about that. Yeah. That's it's so so interesting to me because I mean it kind of caught me off guard when I heard this, and I even you know a couple of uh, folks that I met at the you know Texas Pipe Show kind of laugh with me about it. They were like, "What a weird question! Like, you know, it, you know who wants to reuse a pipe cleaner kind of thing?" And some people are you know just more concerned about that. So um, you know we try to uh, figure out solutions for that type of deal. But with the with the Kirsten pipe. So you don't have to necessarily use a pipe cleaner to clean this pipe. Now, if you want the stem super clean, uh, the stem itself, the actual, um, you know, acrylic stem, uh, you know, you, you might want to use a pipe cleaner on that. I would I would recommend that. But the inside part of this bowl is, or I'm sorry, the um, inside part of the actual uh, radiation cha- chamber is completely hollow. It's totally completely yeah. hollow. It is a, a, a it big, is a it is a aluminum tube, um, and you can actually the the way they recommend cleaning it is actually to take a piece of cloth and shoving it in the tube and then pushing it through the tube with the little ramrod thing. Huh, yeah. And so you could do that even with a handkerchief. So, which is something that's washable and reusable, right? And oh. so, and so we literally, with the Kirsten pipe, solved the problem of what do you do when you're, you know, if you're environmentally conscious and you don't want to throw away all your pipe cleaners, what do you do? Well, you get a, a cloth that you can wash and you clean your pipe with it. And well, you, you literally, have to have the right pipe for it. And you do, and yeah, that's yeah, a Kirsten yeah. pipe. Exactly, that's yeah. a Kirsten pipe. And so I, I thought that was fascinating. You know, this huh. is a um, just an interesting, and I, and I tried it myself just with a um, you know a paper towel, but any kind of cloth would would do. Um, and so take your handkerchief or something, just kind of wad it up, shove it in there, and then push it through with this uh, ramrod deal. It comes out the other end. It's swabbed out all that gunk, and um, and you've got a uh, you know if you're if you're 
feel bad because uh, you throw away so many pipe cleaners, then there's your uh, there's your answer. Actually, I mean, like theoretically, could you also use a handkerchief for the bowl as well? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And some people do that anyway. That's, so that's just. I just thought you know like what a cool. weird yeah, yeah. what a what an interesting question proposed by a listener. You know something I don't particularly feel convicted to think about, but <laughs> but you know if you're that you know interested in you know very minimalist uses of you know consumer products uh you want to reuse things and and all that um here's your pipe yeah yeah i, I thought that was solved kinda, it kinda it wasn't about the cleaner it was about the pipe it was about the pipe itself there you go. And so huh. um so anyway it, you know these are kind of expensive they start around 120 and go up from there a lot of people are like a metal pipe that starts at 120 these are th- these are not um the, you know, this is an artisan pipe in its own way. You got to you got to remember this is a uh, this is a hand uh, turned piece of a hand milled piece of aluminum, right? And so th- this this piece of aluminum, this radiator body, um, is a you know this is all hand milled and it's just a, a beautiful piece. And these things have to fit securely together. And so um, you know, keep in mind this is a this is a it's an interesting pipe, but um, you know they are on the little a little on the pricey side. Um, I think you'll really enjoy it. It is one of the coolest smoking pipes that I've smoked in the past uh, few years. I, I would rate it up there with my Calabash pipes. Wow. Um, and so they, um, you know, just smoke really cool. Very interesting and kind of a different concept. But And, of course, this is this has inspired, you know, newer pipe makers. Uh, you know, I think of the radiator pipe, uh, which is, you know, incredibly popular. And we've got so many listeners that love radiator pipes. And I've got one, too. Smokes great. Super cool. Um, removable bowls and the... The, the kind of radiator chamber on the bottom, um, just a just an awesome awesome pipe, and so you kind of see you know a seventy you know eighty years before kind of the inspiration for something like that, yeah, and so the precursor, um, yeah, so kind of kind of cool. Um, but anyway, and we'll we'll talk about radiator pipes at some point on the uh, on the show as we well. We absolutely should, yeah. but um, but cool. So Kirsten pipes, that's All it. Right. Yeah, not not the actress from uh, Spider Man. Well, you know, unless she changed her name to Frederick and then time travel and time traveled, right? Well, which you know you might you might. <laughs> if anyone was going to do it, it'd be Kirsten, <laughs> it'd be Kirsten Dunst. It'd be Kirsten Dunst and, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, yeah. great pipe, man. Great, <laughs> great pipe, great company. And uh, yeah, also awesome to kind of learn about that. Now, you know, we, we are big fans of great pipes and great companies, which is one of the reasons why we love talking about our friends at Missouri Meerschaum. That's right. That's right. Of course, our friends at Missouri Meerschaum are so generous to sponsor the show. Absolutely. We're, we're very thankful for them. Today's featured pipe is the Carolina Gent Corn Cob Pipe. This is a, it's a cool collaboration uh, between the uh, Cornell and Deal Company, which makes some of the most premium tobaccos uh, you know, on the market. And then, uh, and then Missouri Meerschaum, of course, the iconic uh, American pipe maker. And so uh, they got together and they were, you know, trying to do something that's, uh, you know, rustic, but also classy and uh, has a lot of, uh, you know, some of that uh, southeastern coastal flair, you know, that might, you might think of as uh, places like Charleston and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they came up with uh, a couple of pipes, but the one we're featuring today is the Carolina Gent Corn Cob Pipe. Uh, this pipe is part of the series between the two storied countries, uh, companies, sorry. Uh, this chubby yet handsome pipe of modest length features a generous bowl uh, accompanied by a red Italian acrylic stem, a nickel band, a black stain, and a hardwood plug in the bottom of the bowl. Uh, its ideal pairing would be with your favorite Cornell and Deal blend of tobacco. Oh, but of course. Of course. The Carolina Gent <laughs> would fit in just as well on a camping trip as it would on a golf outing. This is one of the classiest looking corn cob pipes you'll find. Uh, really sharp uh, you know, nickel band, but then that, that red acrylic stem is, um, is just very handsome. So um, anyway, you can check that 
that out, go to corncobpipe.com, and you can actually buy it straight from Missouri Meerschaum. Uh, the retail price is $23.99, worth every penny of that. This is one of their highest quality uh, uh, corncob pipes. And uh, it, when you get one, if you get your hands on one, if you've already got one, uh, take a photo, tweet that into us. We'd love to retweet that out. And, of course, uh, thank you for, uh, you know, Missouri Meerschaum for sponsoring the show. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Absolutely. Pipe question of the week. All right, man, we've got a pipe question of the week this week that comes in from Jacob P. I, I just have to mention, you thought when I said handsome pipe, chubby yet handsome pipe chubby, of chubby, modest you, length. <laughs> did you think I was talking about you? Well, I, I, I thought that, I thought that you said uh, uh, you said um, handsome yet chubby, chubby yet handsome, or something like that. I yeah. was like, I was like, oh, that's. It's it's nice. It's kind of like uh, what what's your uh, damning with faint praise, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like you're overweight, but um, but you you, you, you look you, you wear look, well. Yeah, no, yeah. you you do look good for someone that's bald and fat. Yeah, no, that's great. I, you, you wear that bald and fat well. Yeah. Bless your heart. If you go the bald route, it's like yeah, you got yeah. the Bruce Willis look. Like oh, oh Bruce Willis right. is cool, but he's bald. Okay, I see what you're saying there. You, you, you like yeah. you look like the prettiest picture I drew with my left hand. Wow. All right. <laughs> Pipe question of the week this week coming into us from Jacob P. <laughs> Jacob has to say this. He says, I found some Frogmorton cellar in my, well, cellar. Congrats. Uh, the problem is that I clearly opened it a long while back and only smoked half the tin. It got lost in the, uh, before it got lost in the fold. Uh, is there a way to revive this very, this now very dry tobacco? I'll do anything up to and including strapping it to a raised bed and striking it with lightning Frankenstein style. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for the thanks for the show and all that you do, Jacob P. Well, if you do try that uh, raised bed, striking it with lightning uh, Frankenstein style, <gasps> uh, then we can feature you it on feature. our uh, on our <laughs> Halloween special, uh, and and we would love to do that. So give that a shot. Yeah, let us try know it. how that. Yeah. Let us know how that works. Actually, out. don't don't don't. Don't take Frogmorton and 
yeah. strike it for with a lightning. variety of reasons. We're going to publicly say we don't recommend yeah, that. No, but no, if no. you do it, let us know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So uh, with with your older Frogmorton, um, you know, you smoked half the tin. Uh, the rest of it uh, has the consistency of, uh, you know, the wood chips or, <laughs> you know, pine straw. Um, so very dry tobacco. Of course, we've talked about this before. You can go the old man route and and take, uh, you know, a slice of apple and throw it in there for a few days and let that moisture from the apple kind of, uh, you know, leave the, the fruit and impact part itself into the the tobacco uh, you can do what a lot of folks do which is uh, put uh, a pouch moistener in there for a few days and let that kind of permeate as well uh, some folks will sprinkle the tobacco over a paper towel and gently mist it with distilled water um, probably my least favorite way of doing that but that's that's one option <laughs> uh, I'll be real honest with you if it were me uh, I've talked about this on the show before our good friend Russ Hicks uh, who's who's watching live taught this to me if it were me I would uh, put the amount of tobacco you want to smoke out on either on a piece of paper or in your hand, and I would gently breathe over it. And I would just put it real, real close to my mouth and gently kind of breathe over the tobacco, um, just kind of... What are you doing with my microphone? Is that creepy? <laughs> <laughs> and so, and and so, and with each pinch, as you put each pinch of tobacco in the bowl, just breathe over the bowl. Uh, and when I say breathe over, put the bowl basically up to your mouth and just kind of gently let the humidity of your breath soak into that tobacco. If you'll do that with each pinch. Um, I'm telling you, it'll it'll really help. Uh, other things folks do, uh, folks have actually uh, taken like a really hot, moist uh, terry cloth or, or towel. And put the tobacco in a bowl and then place that moist towel kind of over the tobacco to slowly let that kind of infuse. So, you know, there are a bunch of options there. Uh, you know, again, if it were me, I'm, you know, quick and cheap and, uh, you know, just I typically don't take the time to do a lot of things very thoughtfully sometimes. <laughs> and so if I want to smoke tobacco, I don't want to wait five days before I smoke it. And so, you know, I'm just going to breathe over the bowl, which works for me. Um, but anyway, lots of great things, including the ones we just mentioned. So um, so give one of those a shot. The wet cloth, I mean, gave me this thought. So whenever I travel uh, and I bring like, like button down shirts that I want to look nice, you I have button-down shirts? Believe it or not. I thought you just had one I, that I have, you wear on Country Square Radio. I, not today. you're not wearing no. today, yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have three. Um, and actually, the, the benefit of the one is it doesn't really need to be ironed or anything. But if I do have a shirt that I do like need to look semi-professional, a lot of times what I'll do is when I go to the, um, uh, the hotel, I'll take a shower, but I'll hang that shirt in the bathroom so that the steam will help, like I guess, naturally flatten it. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that could also like if you if you left your tobacco that was dry in like the the bathroom while you're taking a shower, if that would have the same effect. Okay, okay. G- give me this visual one more time because <laughs> I was distracted by this tweet. G- can you can you please re- repeat what you just said? All right, you're 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 taking a bath. No, <laughs> right. no, no. Wait, well, no, no. Still, back it up, back it up. Okay. You got the dry tobacco. Right. You take the dry tobacco. You put it in the bathroom. Okay. You, you take a shower, hot shower, but okay. you don't turn on the the uh, um, <clears throat> that thing that takes away the hot the steam. You leave the steam. Oh, the the air air vent. Air vent. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. You don't, you don't turn on the vent, <laughs> and so you take a shower. Steam fills up. It infuses this the steam into the tobacco, and then it's back. Maybe. Okay. I I need our very talented and dedicated uh, 
meme professionals. Oh my gosh! No, to, no, no! Hang on, what have I done <laughs> to 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 get on this? So so uh, uh, you know, just imagine Bo oh, York man. taking no. a taking a bath. No, no, no! This is this and is and humidifying his tobacco uh, from the from the moisture in the uh, in the bathroom. Mark, you're at work. Just remember, you're at work. Yeah. I, so I'm just I'm just putting that challenge out there. <sighs> And you know if that works for you, Bo, I, th- I think that's great. Uh, maybe 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 with one of those shower caps Try on, it, Jacob. Drink, drinking a glass of Chardonnay. No, don't stop, <laughs> stop. I'm putting it into this right now, Jacob. If uh, uh, let us know which uh, which tactics you use, we would love to hear how it works. Of course, when you got that precious Frock Morton cellar, you want to get it back any way you possibly can. Ooh, absolutely, so go for it. It's fantastic. Great pipe question this week. Be sure to send in your pipe question of the week to us at show at countriesacquireradio dot com. Of course, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. But of course, show at CountrySquireRadio.com. Quick fire with the squire. All right, quick fire questions. Quick fire questions brought to us by the good folks at the Ten Society. More on them in just a moment. Uh, but first, Father Andrew, Father Andy, Father Andy. Yep. All right. Saw Father Andy last week. Chilling Good out guy. the shop. Love, Good love guy. Father very, Andy. Very dear friend. Got yep. to got to share with him some of my experiences uh, from uh, from Greece, um, as he is, of course, the one that uh, supplied us with the ouzo. Right. Um, and, you know, having gone to the home of it. All right. Are you ready for this? From Father Andy. Yeah. <clears throat> Boxers or briefs? <sighs> this question. Um, boxer briefs. Oh. Uh, which I think are more akin to briefs than they are to boxers. Right. They just make you feel better about the fact that they just make you right. Yeah. And so I I guess if I had to pick one, I'd go with briefs, but but boxer briefs to be clear. I'm boxers all the way. Tacos or burrito? Uh, Tacos. I used to be more of a burrito guy, but like lately I've been getting into hard tacos. Because I used to be a soft taco guy too. I went, I went burrito to soft taco. To I've hard always taco. been a hard taco guy. Really? I'm, the, I'm one of the like five people on earth that have always <laughs> been a hard taco guy. I don't know. Well, it was something about like you'd bite it and it was just difficult to manage. It's yeah. like everything would like fall out. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe I just I, my skill set is now that I can enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, andouille sausage or Italian sausage? Andouille. I mean, for cooking, yes. I uh, like Italian sausage, but andouille sausage, yeah. It's so flavorful. God, I mean, Italian is too, but yeah. I, I like andouille. It just depends on what I'm making. Obviously, yep. if I'm making uh, most things, it's going to be andouille. But like, if I've got, uh, like I make these Godfather's spaghetti, like homemade from scratch spaghetti and meatballs, but I also add Italian sausage into the mix yeah, as well. Yeah, sure. And so I, I do with that. And then also Italian sausage like on a hoagie is oh, so good. Uh, pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. About seven times out of 10, pancakes. Yeah. Now, yeah. pancakes are delicious. I had waffles this morning. Uh, my wife has a day off, so we had a little uh, brunch this morning, which was really nice. And uh, man, love waffles. Waffles all the way. And then finally, spinach pies or cheese pies? Oh, man. And uh, Andy has actually brought me some Greek spinach and cheese pies, Delicious. and they're both uh, fantastic. I'm going to go with spinach pies. I like spinach a lot, but uh, I also like the other. Yeah, spinach pies. Delicious. Good. You got to do, do it. Good. This is. I feel like uh, in, the, in the tail end here, or like with most of these, it's like, oh, what? Y'all are going to record at lunch? Here's a bunch of quick fire questions about food that you cannot eat right now. <laughs> it's like it's like <laughs> it's a payback. That's right <laughs> for changing the schedule. Right, exactly, exactly. Excellent, excellent quick fire questions, Andy. Uh, and if you got some quick fire questions, be sure to send those in to us. Show at countrysquireradio.com. We got them on Facebook, Twitter, all that kind of good stuff. We love getting those in. But of course, quick fire questions are brought to us by the good folks at the Ten Society. That's right. That's right. The Ten Society is an awesome online service that you can sign up through. And guess what? It comes from the online to the offline. 
<laughs> to your home. From the email to the snail mail. Now, we've all seen these box service type deals where you kind of sign up and you get kind of a bunch of random stuff sent to your house, be it uh, random uh, Chardonnays or random makeups or random, uh, uh, I don't know why I'm going there's, with Yeah, there's clothing, like, clothing clothing boxes stuff. and, you know, pet, the, the pets have their own boxes now and there's coffee boxes. There's coffee boxes. And, uh, of course, now there are uh, pipe tobacco boxes. And of course, the best one on the market are the folks at the Tin Society Absolutely. Who, who curate monthly tobaccos. Uh, and, and really, if you're a premium tobacco enthusiast, you're missing out if you have not signed up yet for the Tin Society. Uh, great concept. You're going to get a variety of tobaccos each month. Again, these are curated by folks that are pipe smokers and are very uh, invested in the pipe smoking community. Uh, each tobacco has some tasting notes and some other uh, happies are kind of included in there. And so, you know, these tobaccos, some are very popular, some are more niche and more, uh, you know, hard to get your hands on. But all the same, you'll be exposed to a lot of things that uh, will help you continue to develop your palate and maybe uh, try some things you never thought you would. So uh, go to tinsociety.com. Uh, use the code, what code is it again? Squire. Squire. <laughs> and, uh, of course, you'll get 20% off your first month service. So uh, it, give those guys a shout. Uh, let them know you heard about us on or heard about them on Country Squire Radio. And I know you'll be very happy with your uh, with your first box. Absolutely. And, again, that is Squire for 20% off on your first month's service. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. All right. Listen to feedback. Yeah. Man, we got some great listener feedback. Um, I want to actually, I bumped this one up to the top. I saw this come through on the uh, live uh, comments section yeah. through YouTube, actually, for uh, for the show today. Okay, yeah. Uh, and this one comes in from Shane. So Shane, Shane writes and he says, uh, don't have any monstrous tobaccos to uh, recommend, but guys, I want to donate some Stonehaven to the winner of the Corn Cob Carving Competition. Wow. Uh, yeah, he said, John David, I'll call the shops later to uh, to get with you on the details. That's great. Yeah, so for the Custom Cob Competition, wow. man, we just, uh, the, the ante has been Well, it, of course, the, the winner of the Custom Cob Competition, of course, is going to get the beautiful uh, artisan hand made uh, exquisite trophy less important obviously is that the the squire has donated a half pound in the sealed bag of penzance oh, and now stonehaven. shane has yeah. donated uh, uh, some uh, some stonehaven man is, so i mean that you're going to get the two uh, first and foremost you're going to get the most beautiful mantelpiece that it's going to be have. incredible but then but then uh, to add to your cellar if you win the competition you'll get uh, stonehaven and also uh, penzance uh, wow that's fa- fantastic it's going to yeah. be amazing well, yeah that, that's awesome what you waiting for that's so great. incredibly generous thank you so much for that <laughs> it's gonna be a good one uh and then next up man okay so we got some recommendations from uh commodore commodore perry with uh, one of the coolest names in the uh, in the country square radio international pipe club commodore yeah. perry what, yeah. what did commodore have to say he said the tobacco blending episode reminded me of some feedback suggestions i meant to send a while back have you thought about naming some shop blends with the list of with the list the pilgrim gave you wow uh the pilgrim business uh success list aka blend names uh number one validate the system two moderate the system three blaspheme the pilgrims <laughs> four <laughs> morial the sweet and five sure knew the downser uh morial the sweet is the perfect aromatic blend name commodore perry um yeah uh yeah you know i I think that's, I mean, obviously our business will continue to grow as we continue to Morial the Sweet and Shore New the Downshore. Yeah, yeah. And so we'll uh, we'll revisit that. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, uh, visit, I think, the first pipe 
fails episode is that right pipes up pipe peeves um yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, basically we have a series that we're overdue to uh, come back to uh, where i just rant about being behind the counter at a (laughs) at a at a pipe shop and um and and so uh those are a lot of fun but anyway check those out and you'll kind of learn uh more about that so uh that's that's great i want to say that i i actually i I hadn't thought about this way but given that we have the pilgrims that joined the uh, the club yeah I blaspheme the pilgrims all the time. Whenever we have a new name come in, I always oh, mispronounce you it. You constantly are blaspheming pretty much every week. Yeah. yeah that's good. So all our pilgrims are blasphemed. Yeah. Well, most of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's I, good. I think, I think so. I like, I so, think we're, so we're even carrying that on. So and th- I'm moderating thanks. the system right now. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'll leave you to Morial this week. Uh, all right. So uh, <laughs> that's great suggestion, Commodore. And then we got one more from Stoic Piper. Yeah. Uh, this is on that reusable pipe cleaner. He says, I automatically thought of a soft, flexible nylon brush, like what you use to clean out metal straws uh, for insulated cups. Mugs. Yeah. yeah. Says they aren't absorbent, but it would clean and scrub while being reusable. Yeah, good call. And that's from uh, Stoic Piper. From Stoic Piper, yeah. R- you know, really good. What I love about that is it's an interesting question, uh, but it's one that's almost like presented like a like a puzzle for the entire community. It's like, huh, like I never thought about that before. Yeah. But how would you? <laughs> you <know? laughs> like, like it's like it's been this like puzzle that everybody's been kind of working through. Uh, that's it. That's it. Cool. C- couple of live feedbacks and then we're yeah. going to get out so uh, folks can go about their day. Uh, Randall Morgan, great uh, Love Randall. point. Randall's dear friend of the show. Uh, what about using a Bovita pack to rehydrate tobacco? Um, very great thing. Left that out. You can get a Bovita pack at your uh, premium tobacconist that uh, deals mostly with cigars. Mm-hmm. So Bovita packs are these little little pouches you put in with your cigar humidor or cigar case uh, and they slowly emit moisture uh, to get to a certain humidity level so great idea throw one of those in there i've had a lot of customers do that and have reported success um finally really really cool here uh, our friend russ hicks who we mentioned during the the main segment oh, of the show this. yeah yeah he, of course, you know, is an airplane designer. He says, uh, and an engineer, he says, I've tested at the Kirsten Wind Tunnel at the University of Washington many, many times. My man. And then he goes on to say, which, you know, of course, we talked about with the Kirsten Pipes. He goes on to say, I've got pictures from inside the wind tunnel test section with our aerodynamics team all holding Missouri Meerschaum pipes pontificating over the flow visualization results. Of course he does. What? <laughs> What he uh, he's got photos of of the the Kirsten pipe inventors wind tunnel that he was in smoking <laughs> the most iconic American pipe there like we we talked about all these things before he even said that this, it's this, like this it's fantastic. like pipe smoking inception yeah. this is this is this beautiful no, it's it's great I mean it's a it's a Missouri Mirsham ad inside a Kirsten <laughs> ad inside a University of Washington ad brilliant and 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 all curated by Russ Hicks oh yes. Fantastic. Fantastic. I want to see that photo. That's great. <laughs> well, awesome stuff. We love getting all this feedback in uh, from those of you who are able to tune in live. And uh, next week we will be back uh, at noon here, Central Time. I will have the breakdown for what that means for your time zone next week. Um, but uh, Because we can't think that quickly today. <laughs> I certainly can't. I, I definitely can't on any day, in all fairness. Uh, but uh, but one way or the other, we'll, we'll be back at noon. Uh, look forward to having that conversation. Again, don't forget that next week we will be doing the Pipe Culture episode about the archetype of the the wizard so cannot wait to hear your thoughts no not the wizard pappy joe the wizard 
That's what he said. Uh, <laughs> so we'd love to get your thoughts in. We'll be collecting those. Email those in. Uh, show at CountrySquireRadio.com. You can also tweet in thoughts as well to at Squire Radio. Uh, or you know what? Hey, you can always tweet them in to us directly as well because you can follow me. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole. Or you can get us at the shop at at underscore CountrySquire. And all that contact info and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Well, man, I had fun, dude. This yeah, is good. This is really, really interesting. Like, I feel like we 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 went into Kirsten Pipes and we came out with much more than we we yeah, expected. Yeah, than, than we thought we would. Yeah, yeah, it was good. That's that's that's, that's what you want. <laughs> that, that's what you want out of an episode of Country Squire Radio. <laughs> you, know, you come in thinking one thing, you walk out thinking like, well, didn't think I'd walk out with that image. How about that? Yeah, there, there it is. There it is. <laughs> All right, Pat. Well, hey, let's go have a day. See you, brother. been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com. Our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.